Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. And in this segment, we've got Mitch Palm with Smart Real Estate Data. We're going to talk about iBuyers. Uh, what's happening? Are they buying more? Are they buying less? We're going to talk about which geographic areas in Metro Atlanta uh, might be best in terms of appreciation in home prices, in terms of marketing. If you want to connect with us, the best way to do it is to go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back, share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight segment. And you can subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is available on all major channels, including Google Podcast and Apple Podcast and Stitcher and SoundCloud and uh, uh, all of the different places. So we invite you to go to gogaddisradio.com. G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. This segment is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They have 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They are our preferred closing attorney. You can reach them at 770-497-1880. 770-497-1880. Without further ado, Mitch, welcome. Please, thanks for having me on. Pleasure to be back. I'm glad to have you and uh, Happy New Year. I think the last time we had you on was at the end of December, if I remember correctly. I hope you and your family had a happy holiday season, including a, a safe New Year. I sure did. It was a good one. It, it felt like uh, the old days uh, pre-COVID. Oh, that was good. That's good. It's nice to, to think <laughs> about that. Hey, real quickly, before we jump into the, the numbers, in the first segment, we reviewed the market update. Uh, Single-family detached home prices December 2020 over December 2019 were up 15.2% in Metro Atlanta in the first multiple listing service. Average sales yeah, price, the same thing. A- average sales price condos and townhomes just December over December up 2.8% year-to-date. The single-family detached prices were up 10%. Sing- uh, condos and townhomes were up 5%. I know you're going to talk a little bit about different geographic areas in Metro Atlanta that are hot. So let's jump into that. Yeah, which markets aren't hot right now. Well, that's honestly, true. But. That's true. But but I would assume some are hotter than others. Am I right? That is true. That is true. I mean, you have the top, I'm going to go kind of broad with counties, but in your top selling county, once again, is Gwinnett. I mean, that's pretty much the same case every year, followed by Cobb. And then we actually split up Fulton County between North and South, just because they're, they're very different in terms of the types of real estate you can buy there. But uh, North Fulton County would be number one overall if you didn't split it up. But in terms of pricing and closing changes, you know, the uh, how many more closings were you know in 2020 compared to 2019? Some of the top growing counties are actually Pickens County, Hall, Coweta, Barrow, Carroll, and there's a common theme with all those. They're all you know pretty far outside. I'm sure some of your listeners probably have you know no clue actually where some of these are. But you'd be surprised. Uh, new construction. You'd be surprised, Mitch. I think there is a lot of listeners who live in those areas. So there, there are people listening who are very familiar with those areas. Oh, I bet. And um, we, we just, we have some builders, you know, they are they're focused on like the Cobb, Gwinnett, North Fulton markets. And they're just kind of shocked when we talk about some of these outer counties and how, how much they're improving. We're talking about, you know, existing home sales, but even the new construction market, same trends, you know, the outer counties are growing the most right now. And then the same thing, even though this Pickens Hall, Coweta, you know, Barrow Carroll, like I just mentioned, uh, some of the top growing, <clears throat> excuse me, price changing, <clears throat> price changes for counties as well. Rockdale, Dawson, Pickens Hall, Barrow and Carroll all are 15% or more from 2019 over 2019 or 2020 over 2019. Wow. Nice. And then if you want, 
I was going to say, if you want to dive into high schools, I think, uh, you know, we talk about Metro hey, Atlanta hey, wide, pretty broad. Mitch, if you don't mind, before we jump into that, and I definitely want to get into the high schools, I'm fascinated by that. But why do you think it is that people are buying in those outlying, outlying counties? Is it only affordability? Because I know the price of land is, I mean, it might a lot, it might cost a quarter of the price in an outlying county that it would in like North Fulton or yeah. South Forsyth or a Cobb County that's very popular or Gwinnett County. I mean, are there any other factors or forces at work besides affordability? You know, typically new construction, the outer markets will get driven, well, builders will go there because the lots are cheaper. Uh, but with existing homes, I think COVID has a lot to do with it as well. And then just prices have been skyrocketing. So well, it's so, kind of a common phrase, you know, drive to qualify. And I think that is kind of going on here as well. Yeah. So if I were listening and uh, I heard you say, hey, COVID has something to do with it, I would be intrigued as to, okay, do you mean because people are tired of being cooped up in something that's too small in the city together and they want to move out. What is it when you say it's COVID related? Give us some, some more details there. Yeah, I know the last segment we talked about uh, the home ownership rate, you know, going up. I think the desire to own a home is, is coming back again. And I, I think it's COVID related a little bit, but also I think it's a lot price driven. Um, but yeah, I mean, with, with COVID, I think people realizing they can work remotely, you know, they want that, that bigger yard, bigger home, and you can't do that for a lot of the price points people are in, you know, within North Fulton or East, East Cobb, North Gwinnett. You know, they're going to go out to the, um, you know, northern Cherokee County or, or maybe a North Paulding, for example, Hall County. Absolutely. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, host of this show, also a full-time real estate agent and broker. You can reach me at Go Gaddis Radio. Dot com And I've got Mitch Palm of Smart Real Estate Data on with us. I have known Mitch's, I've known Mitch and his father for, for a number of years. And in my opinion, they probably know more about what's going on in the Metro Atlanta real estate market than almost anybody else out there. Mitch, tell everybody quickly a little bit about your business and how they could reach you if they need some real estate market data. Yeah, um, our website, www.smartredata.com. In our business, and we've been in, in Atlanta for you know, almost 25 years now, um, but we primarily deal with home builders, you know, anybody in the new construction industry. So that's land developers, you know, land brokers, um, appraisal companies, banks who do the construction lending. And that's a primary clientele. We do do right. some work with some of the agents as well, though. Okay. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's circle back and jump into the discussion on the school districts, because I believe you're going to say that the school districts can make a difference, and there's some that are just hotter than others, and I'd love to get some cool scoop and insights on that. Yeah, some of the uh, most growing high schools in terms of number of closings, uh, very similar to the counties I mentioned. Uh, West Hall High School is actually number one. They had 53% okay. more closings this year or the past year, 2020 over 2019. In terms of price driven, um, Douglas, I thought this was interesting. This is actually a trend that's been going on the last few years. Douglas High School over in Fulton County. And it's kind of in the west, west of West Midtown. And uh, I, I think it's, you know, people want to live kind of in town, but they can't afford this high, high end prices. I think Douglas High School is kind of one people tend to go to. Interesting. Now, would that be city of Atlanta schools? I would assume it would if it's in if it's in the city of Atlanta and where you're describing it must be in the city limits of Atlanta. It would be. I mean, yeah. a lot of these buyers are actually going to be your your first um, your first time home buyer. Uh, they don't quite care as much about the school district oh, agreed, or, agreed. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I wasn't. Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to be close to the entertainment. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to imply that they that the school district they should avoid uh, just that that was the city of Atlanta instead of not. It's not a Fulton County school is 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 my guess. So any other kind of prime schools that you want to talk about? Yeah, Douglas really stands out. I mean, some of these others. I mean, Clayton County, um, Henry County High School. You know, they're they're not the most uh, desirable high school districts. People don't typically move there to go to the schools, but um, a lot of it's price point driven. You know, be close to the interstate, close to you know the downtown market, entertainment. Obviously, a lot of that's shut down right now, but I mean, it eventually will open up. And I mean, like I said, Douglas County, Douglas High School, uh, South Atlanta High School has been growing a lot as well. Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's interesting. So it's probably a little bit of by default that those high schools have so many more sales and it's probably almost all affordability and location driven or that's what it sounds like to me. Would that be a correct statement? That is correct. I mean, you're you, you typically think, oh, probably the premium schools are going to be growing the most. But, you know, this one's price was just, just so extreme. You only have a limited amount of buyers as well. The higher demand markets are going to typically go up in price faster than the, the ones that are, um, you know, not as attainable for a lot of people. Yep. Love it. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all that worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. We're visiting with Mitch Palm of Smart Real Estate Data, and we're talking about the Metro Atlanta real estate market. Let's talk a little bit, Mitch, in the last two minutes we have in our segment about iBuyers. And for those who are listening who have mm-hmm. not heard the concept of iBuyer, it is a, an internet buyer, such as an Open Door, an OfferPad, or Zillow. Those would be the three big players in Metro Atlanta. And they say that they will take away all of the hassles and the headaches and the showings and the open houses, and they will buy your house directly from you. Uh, Mitch, talk to us about the, the volume of purchases that were being done by iBuyers in Metro Atlanta, both pre and post COVID, if you will. And then I'd love to have any other comments you have on the iBuyer model. Yeah, so you actually uh, were correct on that. Occupied, Open Door, and Zillow are the three main uh, the iBuyers in Metro Atlanta. Not Combs was actually the first one, and they've really pulled back. I believe they're actually done doing the iBuyer program. Um, but you're missing the, the number of closings. And so they really peaked in 2019. I know a lot of agents were getting worried about iBuyers. Now, people weren't going to be using the traditional agent. Uh, it started to slow down. We've actually seen Zillow. They typically, on average now, will sell the home actually they buy the home you know they're going to maybe do a little fix it up a little bit maybe paint you know and sell it and they typically want to make a profit and they also get those fees but zillow was actually averaging a loss on their sale yes they were and then what happens they yeah they started pulling back and then covid hit and everything just absolutely stopped um you know second quarter was actually down 90 percent from second quarter of 19 third wow. quarter they started picking up a little bit more in third quarter but it was still down 80 percent and we're still finalizing some of these fourth quarter numbers, but by the end of the year, you're probably only going to have maybe 1,500 iBuyer purchases in Metro Atlanta. And compared to 2019, there's 4,000. So it's a huge, huge drop off. 
very, very interesting. And I think the uh, all of the I buyers are more conservative in the way they buy homes. Uh, I would say the average appointment that I go on uh, lately for a $400,000 house, we can probably put between 25 and 35,000 more in their pocket if we do a market sale. I'm not saying that's right for home buyer, home sellers, or it's not right for home sellers. I'm just saying there is a real cash difference. Mitch, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to be on the show with us. We'll have you back in a couple of weeks. We want you to stay tuned. We got to take a break now. We're going to discuss getting beat out because other buyers are paying cash. How do you compete? Uh, we're going to discuss the forbearance, forbearance effectiveness during the downturn and whether or not you need to pay for a moisture bond when selling, selling your stucco home. Stick with us because we'll be back.